0: when the sun rises i wake up and chase my dreams i won't regret when the sun sets because i live my life like i'm a beast what up you're listening to the lifestyle practice podcast what's up everyone i'm justin short your host today thanks for joining me when Derek, Steve, and I set out to create this podcast. One of our main goals was to cut out the fluff. We practice what we preach, and we believe there's a time and a place for fluff, and there's a time for work. You can get your fluff on other podcasts, and on this podcast, we like to get to work. And I do want to say before we really get started is that we do this podcast – to help dentists like yourself and to promote our business. Our business is Lifestyle Practice and we work with dentists in one of two ways. Either via our online course which is Lifestyle Practice Academy 2.0 and or working with doctors one-on-one. If you have interest in either of those which you should which is why I'm not bashful about doing a plug here it's that I believe what we offer, and or I believe in what we offer, and I know it changes people's lives, period. It does. So if you ever want to reach us, email us at Justin, Derek, or Steve at thelifestylepractice.com or go to our website, thelifestylepractice.com. Today, we're going to talk about vacation time. Super exciting, right? Kind of, kind of not. But it is important, and I think if you stick with me, you may end up walking away today with something to chew on regarding the way you do things currently. We're not necessarily going to talk about your vacation, but the time you give your team. We believe in both. You and your team getting a fair amount of time off. I believe not only does it give you time to do the things you want to do with the people you want to do them with, but it actually can help your business to grow. As counterintuitive as that seems, and we've talked about that philosophy before, and I'm sure we'll discuss it again. So let's start off with talking about what the average dentist does, likely what many of you are doing right now. On average, dental office, a dental office has approximately five team members in addition to the dentist. Some may have three, some may have four, six, 20, whatever. But on average, we're going with the number five. On average, those five team members each get two and a half weeks off per year. Sounds kind of fair and average, right? So if you have five team members and they each take two and a half weeks off, that's a total of 12 and a half weeks per year, which results in roughly a quarter of a year or three months of the year, that you're playing a man down. That's your business, that you went to eight years of schooling to be able to own, that you've taken out hundreds of thousands, if not a million or more, in loans to pay for. That profit often decides how much time you get to spend with and what life you can provide for your family. And you're willing to play that game a man down for a quarter of it? Now, let me ask you, if you had two teams, fairly evenly matched, play a four-quarter game, but you knew one of the teams was going to have to play a man down one of those quarters, and you had to make a $10,000 bet, which team are you going to bet on? Obviously, you'd take the team that was going to play at full force, right? With everyone there. So why do we, as dentists, bury our heads in the sand, and decide not only will we bet on the shorthanded team, but we'll also coach and lead that team to be shorthanded. It doesn't make much sense, does it? And I think it comes down to fear most often. You know, if I tell my team we're all going to take time off at the same time, they'll revolt. They'll leave. They won't like me. Then they'll leave. And all my patients will say, where's hygienist Sally? And then all those patients will leave because Sally's gone. And I'll be patientless and bankrupt within six months. I know some of you have thought that. I had those thoughts myself once upon a time. Guess how many times I've seen anything close to that happen. Zero. It doesn't. It doesn't happen. But you don't understand, Justin. That wouldn't work in my practice because fill in the blank. Yeah, it will. It will work if you make it work. But Justin, you don't understand. It really won't for me because let me just stop you right there. You win. It won't work. Stop bothering me. My goal is to show you the way and help you on your way to have a practice in life beyond your peers. I'm not going to argue with you to try to change your mind. But let me say, your mindset that you have and the choices you make every single day are what will make or break you. The same as mine do for me. Moving on, I want to give you a rundown on how I did it in my practice. I had two practices in my career. My first office was a three-out practice with three team members. And before we go any further, I don't want people to get confused. I was pretty fresh out of school. I wasn't necessarily looking. For three out practice, I just saw it had potential and went for it. I know docs have reached out before and said, I know you guys like this or that type of practice or like keeping it small or whatever. I don't think any of the three of us really have a quote type of practice we prefer or like. Yes, we do like to keep income high and overhead low, but that is just common sense with any business. So, regardless if I had a three out or a 20 out practice, I would have still wanted to keep income high and overhead low, and would have had to figure out a way to do that. So don't give yourself the excuse of, well, I don't have a three-out, three-team member practice, so I guess this wouldn't work for me. But going back to how I did it, it was really pretty simple. In the beginning, when I owned the practice, we worked our way up, and the practice was improving, and I started taking four weeks of vacation. That's what I took. I also gave my team members four weeks of vacation. And I knew if we were really going to do something extraordinary with that practice, playing a man down three months a year wasn't an option. Not to mention, what a pain. Do you know how much bandwidth that sucks from running your office when you have to modify your schedule, find temps, move patients 12 weeks a year? Essentially, over the course of that year, that's one in four days that would have to be modified in some capacity if everyone got to pick separate weeks and take those off. And for me, that wasn't an option. Any way you sliced it, it would have affected my business. So I just made the decision. Everyone gets four weeks off, but we're all taking them at the same time. Logistically, we usually sit down in maybe November or December of the previous year and we discuss it. You know, Lisa's kids are on spring break and. A week in March, that's important to her. Let's all take that week off. Barb's family always does vacation the week of 4th of July. Okay, let's all do that week. So yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. There's a little bit of compromise that has to be brought to the table for everyone. But I know it had a profound effect on the overall performance of that office. My second office, towards the end, I was taking at least 10 weeks off a year. Again, my team of five at this point got four weeks paid vacation per year. So what I did was I chose my 10 weeks ahead of time and they got to choose their four weeks from any of those 10 weeks that I chose. They had to choose those four weeks again from the 10 weeks that I had chosen. Now, obviously, that leaves six weeks where in theory, they'd be in the office when I wasn't, right? So on those weeks, basically, I gave them the option to work those weeks because I wasn't going to pull the rug out from under them and cut their hours. Or if they wanted more time off, they could take more time, but it would be unpaid. Next question I get is often, well, what if they all wanted the same week? Do I make someone stay in the office? It's up to you. I didn't. We're a dental office, not an emergency room. If we all wanted the same week, we closed the office for the week like dental offices have been doing since the beginning of time. Another question I get, what if someone needs time off that doesn't fall in those 10 weeks for let's say like a family reunion or a wedding or a honeymoon where they had no control over the dates? I would say this happened very rarely, but it did happen a couple of times. Assuming I knew they weren't abusing it, which they didn't, and they were a good solid employee, which they all were, they wouldn't have been working there, then they could take that time unpaid. But they could still have it off. I think that only happened like twice, though. Regarding sick time, I didn't give sick time. I didn't give a set number of days for you to be sick. Because if you give that time, guess what happens? People get sick, quote. Now, did that mean my team never got sick over 10 years? No, but they only called in sick if they were truly sick. And honestly, usually it was me who sent them home knowing they really didn't feel good. Which all wraps back to our culture. Because they didn't want to put everyone else in a bind by them being out sick. They had three and a half day weekends. They were paid fairly. They received great bonuses and they got four weeks paid time off. They were happy and they were good employees who earned their positions. But what if they called in sick and you didn't think they were sick? I don't know. That never happened because if I couldn't trust them to that capacity, they wouldn't have worked for me. But Justin, I can't afford to give my team four weeks off. They don't make good bonuses yet. Either did I in the beginning. But we still had the policies I mentioned above. And this is one policy that helped us get to the level where we could bonus and take more time off. It's not a one-size-fits-all formula. You know, you've got to make it work your situation. Maybe you give two weeks off per team member, and you have five team members. That's 10 weeks off. Pick your weeks or narrow them down severely. If you run a business with poor lackadaisical policies, there's a good chance you're going to have a poor lackadaisical business. And I want you to hear this very clearly. I get it may be a hard decision. I get it may be an awkward conversation for 10 minutes with your team, but for me, Decisions I made as an owner of a dental practice and in my life still today, I made because not having the life I wanted was never an option. Never an option. I knew the life I wanted to create, and that created a standard by which I ran my practice and businesses. And when I knew what that was, it takes away the options of the easy way out. It takes away the gray areas of life and it simplifies your path. Now, this is just one example that we covered today, but I knew going into my vacation policy that if given the choice, my team would have probably chosen to not work together with the rest of the team and myself to come up with common weeks off. I get that. If I was them and given the choice, that's what I would have chosen. But the choice wasn't an option. Because it would have made it harder to achieve the life that I wanted. And therefore, it wasn't up for negotiation. But I know if I put this policy in place, my team's going to whine and they're going to complain. Yeah, they might. So what? You get one life. Let them get on board or let them go. I'm not saying don't give them time off. In fact, I'm giving you a way in which hopefully over time, you can afford to give them more time off and or bigger bonuses. I get you can say, man, that's harsh, but it's not really, and I'll tell you why. A, they had the same opportunities in life as me. My parents were a hairdresser and a GM factory worker. I paid for my own school. If they wanted to go to dental school, buy their own practice, they would have had the choice, and they could have chosen their days off. B, they could choose to work somewhere else if they don't like it. And C, they still had it good. Four weeks paid off, three and a half days off a week, great bonuses. They weren't mistreated. And I'm definitely not saying to mistreat your team. All that to say, I encourage you to look at your vacation policy. Is it setting you up for the best opportunity to grow and have your business succeed? Or is your policy based on the fact you're scared of what the blowback will be if you change it? Don't let fear hold you back. Again, you get one shot here. And although I'm only 42, I see it picking up speed. Be bold, making the choices that will lead you to the life you want. Thanks for joining me today. Until next week, peace. We yeah. Tooth and nail till I'm at the top. Oh. Jump without a net, never break a sweat, yeah. cause I live my life. Like it's all like that.